Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining us Dr. Carrie Ashurst, Senior Extension Specialist for Family and Relationship Development, and Dr. Amy Kostelik, Associate Extension Professor for Adult Development and Aging. Welcome, Carrie and Amy. Thank you. So I love the title of today's podcast. Y'all called it Taking a Time Out. And we're really kind of focusing on this idea of caregiver self-care today. And so what advice do you have for us about self-care? Yes, everything that has happened in 2020 has left us all feeling a bit helpless at times, hasn't it? Yes, yes, it has. There's no doubt. Many parents have had to balance things like work and homeschooling and lack of childcare. I know I certainly have with a nine-year-old. And many people have lost jobs or had to start new ones in the midst of this pandemic. And many people have had to change some or all of their routines. It's left us feeling very isolated and alone at times. And I know there are certainly days when I have felt like I have not had a single second to myself. So we thought it would be kind of nice to take a spin on the idea of a timeout for kids and say, we as adults need a timeout too sometimes. <laughs> there is no doubt we need to call a timeout sometimes. Well, we don't think about it really, right? I mean, with caregiving, we can look at it from the perspective of caregiving and older adults, let's say. That's my area of concentration. But really, we're, you know, we're providing care, a lot of us in many different contexts. So you've got, like Carrie said, you've got parents, you know, or you're, you may be a parent for a child, or you may be caring for an older relative or, or parent. Even the care that goes on in a work environment, taking care of other people, taking care of things, volunteering opportunities, but we tend to put other people first in a lot of the contexts in our daily lives and don't think about the way in which that can be emotionally and physically draining over time. Yes. And I love that idea of draining and that we've got to recharge our own batteries at times, you know, and it's critical for our mental health. And it can certainly help from the standpoint of reducing stress and anxiety and a lot of other mental health issues as well. The American Heart Association and, and some other folks too, the National Institute on Health and, and such, they recommend making a conscious decision to do something that you enjoy every day, whether it's reading a book, exercising, shopping without distractions, taking time for you, what they do know, it's good for your mind, body, and soul. So, you, you know, as I'm listening to y'all talk and thinking about this idea of getting some me time, which I think sounds amazing, but then I'm also thinking about that of all the different hats that I wear, you know, that I'm a, a wife, I've got two kiddos at home, I work full-time, maybe more than full-time, you, you know, my parents, mother-in-law, and actually just while we've been recording this podcast, my dad had a doctor's appointment this morning and he's called and I'm certain it was to kind of give me an update on, on that doctor's appointment. So just like a lot going on, how do I find that extra time in my day to carve out the me time? Yes, life does not stop, does it? 
It does not. And sometimes me time or a timeout for ourselves as adults might be five or 10 minutes a day. And I mean, that might not sound like much, but sometimes that might be all we've got. And remembering that it's okay and remembering to try to prioritize it. We've got to prioritize our own self-care at times. And think about the things that are good for you. And it might be different for me. It might be different for Amy. It might be different for you, Jennifer. But, you know, getting enough sleep, focusing on a healthy diet, exercising, and that might just be as simple as a walk, managing our stress in any way that we can, and just practicing some good relaxation techniques. And those can be very simple, such as just sitting and focusing on some guided breathing or thinking about our muscles in our body and kind of going through our bodies and doing a little bit of focused relaxation in our shoulders where they tend to draw up around our necks when we're stressed out. And uh, just making a simple to-do list to help you prioritize your time and your busy day, but giving yourself lots and lots of grace when maybe nothing in a day is checked off of that to-do list. Yeah. And Carrie, you made a good point. I mean, slipping away doesn't have to occur for extended periods of time. I mean, in the ideal world, right, we'd love to take an hour of me time. But like Jennifer said, that's just not going to happen given what some of our worlds look like in the context. But it can mean, you know, just going up to your bedroom with a door closed just to sit, to take a bath, take a hot shower, maybe read one chapter or a half a chapter in a book uninterrupted. And if it's difficult for you to find alone time, it may be that you just slip out of the house. You go for a short walk, a long walk if you have time. Maybe it's even connecting and meeting up with a friend that you don't see very often, you know, taking a scenic drive in your car or just going out and running an errand uninterrupted, like I said earlier. And sometimes that can just sort of bring peace because you're also checking some stuff off your to-do list as well. You know, I, I kind of laughed when you mentioned the taking a hot shower. Sometimes I feel like that that shower is truly the only time that I get during the day that someone does not need something from me. I can stretch out a hot shower for, for probably longer than I need to just to have that couple extra minutes of so me time. And I have even changed when I take a shower because of some of the things this year. As a parent, I used to always be the type of person that would get up first thing in the morning and get in the shower before any other parts of my day. But now I'm looking more at when are the best times when I can have a few minutes of extra me time in the shower. You're right. Just to let the rain come down on my head, you know? Yeah. So this is a, oops, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I just know no one's going to interrupt me. At least, you know, at least not for a while. So I did the worst thing possible the other day. So I agree with you all. And the shower is such a great escape and I can stretch one out too. But the other day, I kid you not, I brought my phone in the shower. Oh, my Amy. Mo- I know. My mom called and I thought I-, I had such a weird, busy day and I really didn't have time to talk to her, but I didn't want to ignore her. And I thought, oh, it's my mom. So I'm just going to bring the phone in and put it on this little shelf where it could stay dry. And it was funny because she said, what are you doing? doing. I said, I know I've got such a day, but I didn't want to ignore your call. So you're, you're literally in the shower with me. And she said, it was a good reminder. It was a good mom bit. She said, it's too much. Hang up. (laughs) This needs to be your time. Now she probably just didn't want to be in the shower with me, but But it really was a good reminder because I thought, whoa, what is going on when your day gets so busy that you think it's okay to bring the phone into the shower? You know, and, and I, so that's why I share that because sometimes we really have to kind of give ourselves a knock in the head to say it's too much. 
it's too much. I've got to take a time out to take a shower. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think both of y'all gave some, some great ideas about how to get some me time. But as we've just discussed, that it really sounds maybe easier than it is done. And, you know, I have the opportunity to work with an amazing group of professionals that, that promote the eating healthy and getting plenty of physical exercise. And so I have the opportunity to learn from each one of you about how to do this. But then sometimes me actually taking my own initiative to go out and do it, I struggle with. And so I really need to focus on making that a priority. Do you have tips on how to help people carve out some of this me time? Sure, yes. And, you know, I think what I hear and what both of you have said is some guilt. You know, like Amy said, (laughs) I knew I wasn't going to have any other time to talk to my mom in that day. And I didn't want to ignore my mom. So I took her into the shower with my phone, right? But uh, sometimes it is just carving out that me time is unplugging ourselves from other things in this world, from the electronics and the social media and the news headlines, the emails and the phone calls. And again, it might even be just during a, a morning cup of coffee or a shower, but remembering that no matter what we're doing, we need to put those phones and those other things down that have to do with other people and other people's needs and prioritize our own needs. Creativity can be so important to you and, um, you know, doing things that you love, be it drawing or painting, be it baking or cooking something in the kitchen, playing a game with family members, you know, whatever it is that you do. And it doesn't matter how good it turns out. Right. It's all about doing something that you enjoy and getting your creative creative juices flowing, spending time on your favorite hobbies. Um, You know, it can be sewing, it can be reading, fishing, you know, even things that are outdoors right now can be fantastic with it being fall weather in Kentucky. And then, um, you know, maybe it's even just watching a a movie or an episode of your favorite TV show alone. I know as a mom, I spend lots and lots of time watching things with my daughter and that's great, but sometimes it's just kind of nice to have that escape and watch maybe a 25 or 30 minute episode of a TV show by yourself. And as we all said, extending that shower and bath time, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But it can really do wonders for my mood. I know that for sure. And then Amy mentioned earlier, just getting outside and doing a little exercise or walking. And uh, it may not always sound like fun on paper, but when we do it, it can really help to bring peace to our bodies, which can then also bring some peace and anxiety reduction to our minds as well. Clearing our minds, lowering our blood pressure helping us take a break from somebody we've maybe been in close quarters with in our household and more. It can also help us sleep better when we get some exercise. I want to add too that there's power in finding opportunities to connect with people. I know we're talking about me time, but sometimes we've got to kind of schedule that or make time for the people who are important to us to make time for the people who are meaningful to us. And sometimes that me time helps, that type of me time helps you feel less alone. Um, So to call a sibling, a parent, a best friend, to again, spend an afternoon with someone that you don't regularly see can be invigorating for you. And I think it's especially in the midst of this pandemic, we need to connect with others because more than ever, we've been isolated to the social distancing. We've talked a lot about this, but again, it's just a good reminder that sometimes me time doesn't always have to be just alone time. It may be that connection to other meaningful people. And I think too, 
what happens when you're with people is you tend to laugh. You know, you're, I mean, you can laugh by yourself. And like Carrie said, sometimes you just need that time to watch 25 minutes of a movie that you don't watch with a child. You know, right. maybe you watch an adult movie. I mean, not an adult movie, but, a, you know, a movie that's not appropriate for <laughs> kids. <laughs> um, you just uh, made but, us laugh, Amy. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but laughing, it just it's another way to take care of yourself. It makes you feel good. It reduces stress. It lowers depression. And it contributes to overall healthiness and, and well-being. And I think that that happens when you're connected with other people. So true. Ladies, thank you so much that this has been a, a great conversation today to remind us that it's okay to take some time for yourself and that that's not being selfish or that you should not feel guilty about doing that. In fact, it kind of sounds like that the opposite is true, that if you're not at your peak by taking this time for yourself can truly help you take better care of others. Yes. And what we're talking about on here is just, you know, a a small set of examples of ideas. Only you know what is right for you, for what is your me time, for what is your time out. You know, the bottom line is that we can't be good caretakers for others if we're not also caring for ourselves. And respect yourself and remember that you are important and to not feel guilt over taking that time out for yourself. All great reminders. Thank you both. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.